your headset here. I wish I had one. I'm jealous. <laughs> it makes you look so official. Either that or I work at Cane's. Or you're favorite, like making, my favorite fast food restaurant. Or you're trying to uh, convince people to buy a new refrigerator or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Making making calls. <laughs> what like uh, door to door calls? <laughs> <laughs> like I, they they open the door and they're like, "Why are you wearing that?" And I'm just like, "No, slap chop." <laughs> no slap chop. I'm like, Shh, I like go up to them. I'm like, "Shh, slap chop." From like six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> how are we gonna How are we gonna start this or introduce this, Jack? I already started recording. Oh, okay. cool! Nice, Alec. <laughs> why don't you tell us who you are for yeah. the world? Uh, my name is Alec, and I front a emo pop punk. I don't know. I, genres are dumb. I, I front a band called Palette Knife uh, from Columbus, Ohio. And if you had to pick only one genre. <laughs> To describe your band, um, I would probably go with emo. And that's an acceptable answer. <laughs> you guys, I think, yeah, I think some people would probably say pop punk as well. Pop Somewhere punk emo, it's there. it's two sides of the same coin, though. Yes, <laughs> I I like hate. I don't. I shouldn't say hate for anything, but I really am not the biggest fan of pop punk music, and I don't hate your music, so I. Do not, <laughs> I Hell yeah. Pop punk. <laughs> I appreciate that. That is the most I think, backhanded I think, compliment. I think uh, in terms of uh in terms of themes, pop punk is not the the best <laughs> for 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 some reasons here and there. Um musically, I think it's all kind of blends together a little bit. Um but yeah. There, people have complicated feelings about emo. It's very gatekeepy at times. <laughs> right. It- it started out as like <laughs> punk rock with feelings and then it yeah. emerged into its own like genre and, and then it used like, to just be an insult. Yeah. It was. And then it became like a label that anyone could like slap on anything that was like, Oh yeah, there's a guy in a guitar singing. It's emo. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, that meets the bare minimum. Requirement. <laughs> yeah. like, it has a guy singing with a guitar <laughs> emo. But it, it is what it is. It's yeah. what it's. You guys have an album. You announced your album. Yes, we yeah we've we've teased it a little bit here and there, but yesterday we kind of officially announced it because we actually have it like on DistroKid and stuff for for pre-save. Um, but yeah, it's coming out October thirtieth. It is called Ponderosa Snake House and the Chamber of Bullshit. Ponder, are you guys eating snakes? We eating snakes now? Oh yeah. And no. you, <laughs> you you came out with the music video. Mm-hmm. We sure did. <laughs> Super shot, nerdy. Shot, yeah, shot on the humble budget of $50. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> We've done music videos for less than $50. <laughs> and honestly, the $50 was, I think, like the price of the rubber snakes and like one of the costumes. <laughs> it was an excuse to like cosplay though, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, luckily like three of the costumes we used were just like mine and like somebody's of mine who like go to the run fair regularly. I want to go to a run uh, fair. Dude, rent, dude, the Ohio run fair is like one of like top three in the country. It's awesome. What? How so do I've you been told wait? I haven't been to other run fairs, so take it with a grain of salt, but like there's like designated grounds with like buildings that like stay up like all year round. So How? it's pretty legit. When does it wait? So it's, are, is the fair happening all the all year round no no it only happens it happens from like late august to early october okay cool i was imagining just like it's like in southwest ohio but like a whole month of ren fair debauchery oh yeah every weekend dude and every weekend is like a different theme wait what would the themes change (laughs) like would one be the black uh, i don't know there's there's like no food (laughs) There's like there's like a romance weekend. I don't know what the hell that is. There's like a fantasy weekend. There is time traveler weekend for anyone who wants to like go as Doctor Who and be uh, that kind of person. I thought uh, like you could just like show up from like either the past of like what would be before Renfair where you'd be like, what are these things on the carts? Like how do the carts move and just be perplexed by wheels? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. A lot of people go in costume, like all of the people that work, like the the shops and stuff, and like the the taverns are like all in character. It's pretty great. And there's like some shows there you can see. 
Where I grew up, there yeah. was medieval times, which just like runs all the time. Oh my God. I've been to medieval times, I think twice in my life. Cause I, yeah, I've, my grandparents live in Myrtle beach and there's one of those down there. I've never yeah. been to one. It's so them. silly. I would recommend going just once. And like, even if like, that's not your thing, I don't know, like take an edible or something before. Like, it's, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's worth it just to experience it like once. Do they really joust? Uh, uh, that's, I'm, I'm a hundred percent. It's like yes. just outside of my memory bank. <laughs> no, it's a hundred percent. Yes. The only time I, I, the only memories I have of that place are when I was, like eight years old and in my eight-year-old brain yes they are absolutely hurting each other like beating the shit out of each other yeah horse style like people die at medieval it's, it's like so it's like it's broken off like the it's like a circular like arena and it's broken off into sections and like your section is like a collar and you're supposed to like root for like your knight the entire time and like progressively it's like a tour it's like a staged question mark tournament where like they slowly eliminate knights until uh, there's only two left and then one left. and Yeah, it's I think, 100% real. Yeah. I would just change who I was rooting for. <laughs> like if, if my my horseman was the first I was one out, stoked. I'd be like, I think I'm, I, I'm out of here. I had to be of all of like seven years old when I went the first time. And I was so stoked because our night won. It was pretty great. I also went to something that was, I, have, I don't know if you've And you get food. Those. Oh, yes. The big turkey legs, right? Oh, yeah. I so think, I, I don't know. There was a similar thing I went to to the medieval times that was like Dolly Parton themed. Dolly in a similar, this yeah maybe I don't know. No, um, it was like oh, it was like an arena where people were like doing shit like medieval mm-hmm. times. Wait, I know it. <sighs> that, that's Dollywood. Dolly Parton has her own theme park. I know it's what this is called. It's called the. It's oh, this is gonna drive me crazy. I, think I it know like it. A Christmas thing. Oh, cause, I don't know if it's a Christmas. Th- I I definitely remember like the whole rodeo aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Dolly Parton. Oh, that's gonna had drive like me a, crazy. That's on the tip of my tongue. I thought Dolly Parton had like a North versus South, like Civil War oh. themed, <laughs> like medieval times jousting thing. Where instead of like you joust, it's like a little war goes on, and I guess the North wins. <laughs> like there's no suspense. You just know the and, South is gonna lose, and half the people there are booing mm-hmm. for the for the North winning. <laughs> well, that's not how I remember any of this going down. <laughs> And that was like 200 years ago. What do you mean? Do you don't remember this? Wait, I have to wait. I'm I'm gonna keep talking. I'm gonna Google this because I'm like I'm furious right now. I can't remember the name of this. Also, so, I want to confirm. Like, uh, this is just audio, right? Not video. Yeah, we're not doing video. Yeah. Okay, great. I didn't know if if Alex knew that. <laughs> Mario's just shirtless. Casually yeah. didn't didn't know. I'm like I. We can't yeah, see the bottom know. half of him. We don't know he's not naked. I just took a shower. I like to air dry. I've never been more upset in my life. This is something I didn't need to know. <laughs> uh, I can't find it. Dolly Parton. If it's not on the first page, I was like, I'm not going to find it. I just Googled medieval times rodeo. <laughs> you got to put in Dolly Parton. <laughs> I, the, thing, the one I'm thinking of, I, don't, I have no recollection of Dolly Parton. <laughs> mm, I would like to see her joust. I oh would love God. to see that. She's got to be so rich. She seems like she's oh, got it all figured out. <laughs> like you hear about people losing their money and you never hear Dolly Parton's name get brought up because I think she just prints that stuff. My my boss's boss is like obsessed with Dolly Parton. And last, I think as part of like a Chris, like company Christmas gift last year, we all got like her book. It was like, I don't know what to call it. Like it was like this little like, it wasn't wasn't like a, a memoir or anything, but it was just like a I don't know like effective habits of like Dolly Parton type of thing. Like a Dolly. It Parton was wild. Osteen kind of crossover. <laughs> yes. Uh, see, I would like a tell-all book from Dolly Parton where she just like shits all over everybody from her past. Yes. Like she's like, this is who wronged me and how they wronged me, and then just three hundred pages of vendetta. <laughs> From the sweetest Southern Belle. Oh, yeah, but she just, like, she doesn't hold back. No. Like, if Betty White wrote a tell-all book that is also just, like... That I would read. Borderline. What's what's the word for, like, a library? Betty White slaps. (laughs) Betty White slaps. She does. (laughs) She's the only golden girl. She's the most golden. She's the platinum girl. She's the platinum girl. (laughs) 
Oh no. <laughs> uh. I, I just see Mario struggling over there in like the top box. What are you doing, Mario? I was drinking some water. Chicken is Wawa. Boo. You don't like water? No. Alex the guest. We like LaCroix. I should I should have gone so- oh fuck. I'm out of I'm out of LaCroix. What are you drinking, Jack? I'm drinking off brand LaCroix. Giant Eagle. Brand LaCroix. Okay, okay. Cranberry <laughs> lime though. Cranberry yeah. lime for sure. It's the only one they that had this good. week. <laughs> what are what are all the the companies? Because I've had like LaCroix and then there's like the bubbly. There's bubbly, um There's White Claw. They're every like Right. Grocery store brand has their own. Okay, wait. White Claw. That's right out. Yeah. It does meet the criteria for bub- like sparkling water. But then we can go way deeper into this. Yeah, I'm there's saying, a there's a whole thing for, for alcoholic seltzers. Yeah. What is So I just had Waterloo. I got it at what? Lucky's. That sounds like the know. sketchiest thing. I don't what? know if it's their brand. Yeah, Waterloo <laughs> is a weird name, but um, it was pretty good. It was lemon lime. That sounds like standard. toilet water. Oh my gosh! Wait, yep, it's called the Dixie Stampede. It just popped yes. into my head. I just double checked. Yes. yes, it's the it's Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede. Oh my god! That's fucking great. <laughs> what uh, wow. happens? Dixie Stampede. They do. It's they like, do a, like stuff. Like it's stuff. like a whole bit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're going. Yeah, I'm sure it, that is definitely not affected by COVID. It's we are like going. in North Carolina or South Carolina. <laughs> we, it's one of the Linas. That, yeah, my family used to vacation in North Carolina, and we must have gone when we were there or something. But all I remember is leaving that show, I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I went in there, and I I just had, like, horrifying diarrhea at, <laughs> the, at the Dixie Stampede. There... <laughs> My my mom was like, Mario, we need to go. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I can't. And I just like didn't know how to communicate to her that I was like losing 50% of my like body's water supply. I'm dehydrating. And and I was like, I can't move. And we were there for like 30 minutes. When I left the bathroom, the place was a fucking ghost town. It was empty. Like everyone had left. I was just stuck. Oh my God. That. But uh, yeah, I think we should go again and see get food if, poisoning. See if we can not see if we can not be the last people to leave. <laughs> now I want to be the last person to leave something like that, right? Like you got to stick around and make sure that like I don't know, the stampede from Dixie doesn't have like one of those like after credit rolls. Yeah, Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, it's an, it's, an, it's an Easter egg for the extended Dolly Parton universe. Oh, if you get wicked diarrhea for 30 minutes, you can come out of the toilet and they just the, uh, have another the stampede. <laughs> they give you teepee. Oh, I would imagine yes. Ren Fairs don't have any toilet paper, just like to be on brand. Um, oh, no, they totally do. They have like, they have like Porta Johns. Mm, they should just have leaves, like stacks of leaves <laughs> instead of toilet paper. Dude, I, I, I got so many compliments on my staff. Uh, I made a wizard costume last year and there was this one point where like from across the way there was like this elderly man dressed in a wizard costume too and his was also really dope and we just kind of like locked eyes for a second and, and we both he just kind of like smiled and just like nodded his head and i nodded mine and it was this beautiful moment he was like we get it oh man <laughs> did he look like authentic though like i feel like a young wizard just doesn't you never see a young wizard do you I mean, I was a young wizard there, but I, yeah, probably not as authentic as the, uh, my, my future self wizard from across the way. Ancient wizards. What would your superpower be? If you had a superpower and like you oh, were God. a powerful wizard, what would you be? What would you do? <sighs> what type of magic do you specialize in? Uh, okay, well, if we're really getting here deep in the lore, in, in my D&D campaign that I play with my friends, I'm an evocation wizard. Uh, which is just a fancy way of saying like I'm like the fighting wizard who like shoots elemental stuff at people. You're like a like a fighting wizard. Oh yeah, like I shoot lightning. It's all uh, it's awesome. That's way better than being a <laughs> wizard who like tries to cure problems. Like I'm curing the plague. Like no, fuck that. Go out and fuck shit up. You got all this power. <laughs> Go fucking get a title belt. <laughs> uh, no, I, I anytime I play an RPG or something, I always pick wizard. I it's always the move. 
So the other day, I thought I saw you walking behind AOH. I was waiting for food from the food truck. <laughs> and I remember that. I was like, you're like, hey, are you at AOH right now? And like, I've been to Antiques on High like once. So I was like, what the fuck is AOH? I'm like, what? And I was like, no, I'm like, I'm D&D. <laughs> I just <laughs> was like, okay, right cool. <laughs> but I, I was like positive it was you. You just like walked past. I think we, I made eye contact with you, air quotes you. And I was like, I, that, we know each I, other. I think I have a doppelganger in Columbus because you're not the first person. Well, also like 50% like of it, like that before. <laughs> more than 50% of his face was covered. So it could have mm. just been somebody who's That's roughly fair. Every, right. Every, everyone has a few doppelgangers in the apocalypse, the oh, COVID yeah. apocalypse. But then you were like, I'm playing D&D. And then my dog licked some woman on the mouth for like nice. 15 seconds. I nice, think you should tell dude. that story to Alec. I think it's very good. I'd like to hear the story. That's the whole story. I was just waiting for food <laughs> with my dog. Some woman comes up and she's like, can I say hi to your dog? And I was like, absolutely. And then she gets down, like squats down so that she's on his level. And that's a rookie mistake because he just okay, gets well, right up in her face. But and I feel just, like anyone, anyone, I wouldn't feel bad though because I feel like anyone who does that in front of a puppy like knows it's about to be face lick time. Oh, I didn't feel bad at all because it <laughs> did lick her face, but she didn't pull away. <laughs> she just let it happen. And That's I was in such story. shock. I was just like, oh my God, she's letting this happen. And I didn't pull him back because I was kind of <laughs> like, how long is this? How long is this going to happen? <laughs> You're like, do I need to leave? <laughs> no, it happened for like, I don't know. Time stood still. So maybe two hours, maybe my dog with that woman's face for two hours. It felt like an eternity. <laughs> That's a that's great endurance on your dog's part. I'm, she may have had like peanut butter flavored lipstick on. Yeah, probably. Mm, yeah, it's all the rage right now. If you're gonna make your lips taste good, you might as well make them yeah, taste peanut, good for peanut, puppies. Yeah, peanut butter lipstick, sriracha lipstick. Oh. oh. <laughs> your lips, your lips just burn all day. Is that it? It doesn't taste like. Yeah, there's like a tingle on your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, guess that's like you know. When you put on Burt's Bees, and they're like a little, little, little tingle, like just a little. I've tingle. never, I've never used Burt's Bees because a friend in college told me that it like specially formulated to actually dry your lips out, so you buy more. That is that's a, genius. That's an interesting conspiracy. I think it, there should it's like, be like a film, like a documentary. It's just expose. enough for me to be like, yeah, sure, I'll stick to my Blistex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like started a company to remedy something, it should remedy it for like f 10 seconds and then just mm. do the inverse immediately. Like, oh, you need to be rehydrated? Well, it'll make you feel better, but it'll also give you crippling diarrhea. <laughs> like you're at Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede. But if you keep drinking it, it'll prevent the diarrhea. <laughs> but as soon as you stop. <laughs> as soon as you stop. <gasps> That's, and it's like addictive? Uh. <laughs> I think we just created cigarettes. I think we just won capitalism. <laughs> we beat the we beat the game. Checkmate capitalism. I don't have anything for capitalism. It's already perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> says says somebody oh, who's just I want to die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you should. Capitalism mm -hmm. is great. Okay, uh, not to change subjects. Is th I, this might be a dumb question, but wait, what is the name of the podcast? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jack, what's it called? This is the part where you overdub it in and you're like, oh, yeah, it's music people. <laughs> I was just going to call it Breakfast for Dinner. I, oh, I think that's good. Okay. That's good. That was, that was my fiance's idea. She was like, oh, just call it Breakfast for Dinner. She comes up with more good ideas than I do. <laughs> I think when we can do this in person, we should have people over and make breakfast for dinner and we just bullshit oh over God, dinner. Yes. We bullshit just eat over dinner? We just like eat pancakes and eggs and whatever. And while we're eating, we're just like <sighs> bullshitting. And that's the podcast. Just us eating breakfast for dinner. That sounds so good. Yeah, but you have to chew into your mic. <laughs> that's very important. So uh, and, tell me about your origin story. <laughs> well, you see. Oh, I'm expecting we're good. Just sounds so fucking gross. <laughs> if you had pan like two pancakes, makes me feel ill. So it would be good to just like feel mm -hmm. sick. Like pancakes or waffles. Is this a choice? 
yeah, this is a, I, I, I want to, I need to pull people this because it's, I, f- I find it a very interesting question. It's very polarizing. Ooh, you know, I'm, I'm not hard in either camp. <laughs> <I don't>, <laughs> <laughs> seeing right. as they're made from basically the same material, it'd be hard to be like, man, fuck waffles. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Man, waffles are bitch ass pancakes. I'm more of a pancake person myself. I, I agree. I think I'm a pancake. Which I feel like I feel like I'm in the minority. Every time I pose this question, most people are like waffles, syrup traps, dude. So, yeah, that's the upside. But that's a lot of work going through each little little square and filling it up like a little little syrup pool, little syrup party. Yeah. I feel like if you don't do that, it it like feels like incomplete. Like it's I still need a lot of dough. Up. It's but a lot of dough. Do, yeah, if you do fill it up, it's so much. Or batter, syrup. whatever that. I feel like no, no, no. serial killers <laughs> eat dry waffles. <laughs> like no, no syrup, no butter. It's like the minute the minute you add like a little bit of powdered sugar or some strawberries, you're fine. But just plain, it's like what the fuck is this guy doing? Did you see that he ate a plain <laughs> waffle? Same would go for pancakes. If you eat a plain pancake, you better. I hope the government has a profile on you, man. Unless they, unless it has a, a filling. Or like if it's like if it's like a blueberry pancake plan or like chocolate chip pancake. I think that's perfectly respectable to eat without toppings. What about banana pancakes? What do you feel about banana pancakes? I feel like it reminds me of Jack Johnson. Right. <laughs> the the boxer? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm asking like, you I'm really biased of the song. I, uh, <laughs> I have some not so great associations with that song. Um, uh, so I'm like not a huge fan of it. Uh, and I also hate bananas. So it's a yeah, double whammy bananas. for me, but it doesn't what stop me fuck? from like covering it. If like I'm in a setting where I need to like not play something emo and I have an acoustic guitar and I'm with like my family or something. And I'm like, I want to play something that everyone's going to like. <laughs> that is my second favorite Jack Johnson. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great song. No, no, it's, it's just not. <laughs> What's your favorite Jack Johnson song? Jack. I don't have one. I do not. Have <laughs> I know. One. I know all of three Jack Johnson songs, and I'm pretty sure they are all three of his like hits. So <laughs> I don't yeah. think I really count. Absolutely. The the OG Jack Johnson was the heavyweight boxer who I think broke the color line in American professional sports. Like he was the first black champion of any major oh, American yeah. professional sport. So it's hard to be cooler than that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. Especially, it's way harder. Second, Jack Johnson just comes around. He's like, "Hey, want to get stoned and uh, play play some slow jams on my acoustic guitar?" You guys like Hawaii? Pretty cool. cool. (laughs) You guys like you guys like waves? They're like, yeah, you can do that, but change your name first because your name (laughs) is too cool. I think it should be John Jackson. Just saying. (laughs) His name is probably John Johnson. Go with that. Probably is. Oh my god! Yeah conspiracy theory i didn't uh, think about that i mean my name is john and nobody knows that except, <laughs> except the world now because that's what i do i reveal secrets and also i invented uh everything you like i feel like we should be asking formal questions but i'm not gonna yeah, I just I'm just having a good to... time chilling. I, I listen to this type of podcast all the time. But the real question is, why is my fiance running some sort of blender? I don't hear it. Oh, yeah, good. I can't hear it either. Yeah. Me either then. <laughs> Who brought that up? Uh, how did you get the, the LaCroix logo under your guitar's pickguards? Yeah, this is the time where I kind of wish it was a visual podcast because then I could bring it over and show you. I mean, I can bring you show, over and show you anyway, but... Now, just give um, everybody all the links where they can see it. Yeah, so... <laughs> how did this start? Okay, so I got an electric guitar before Palette Knife because I wanted to start playing electric guitar uh, at the humble age of, like, 24. <laughs> that was when you got your first electric guitar? I I had one I had like one in high school and I like never played it because I was just like no I want I want to be dashboard professional and play an acoustic guitar and and be that guy, that guy. Uh, and then I don't know why when Aaron and I were like yeah let's make a emo band but we did uh, but yeah I got a guitar and I was like I want to customize this pickguard and for a while I wanted to do like a floral design on it 
like old lady couch floral. It's like my favorite thing ever. I'm wearing a floral shirt right now. Um, old lady couch. Mm-hmm. That's my aesthetic. Uh, but Aaron randomly sent me, and uh, I should probably, Aaron's the drummer in Palette Knife. Uh, he, he randomly sent me like a meme that was like a LaCroix box photoshopped over the pit guard. Uh, this is the, it's like the height of like the LaCroix like Twitter wars of like <laughs> there's like this very like divide between some people are like sparkling water is terrible and tastes like really bad soda and other people are like no it's amazing and cultured and like it's awesome cool. uh, so there's like all these like memes coming out and like this LaCro- like this shitty photoshopped LaCroix guitar was like one of the memes and Aaron sent it to me and I'm like uh, I'm doing that now and he's like no you're not and I'm like yes I am like too late so I literally just Googled clear acrylic Telecaster uh, pickguard and just bought one. And then online. just like taped it to the bottom of that? Yeah, I literally just like, I bought a pack of LaCroix, went through it over the course of the week, and then just like traced it and cut it out and just like slapped it on the back. Easiest buy. I would never think, I would be <laughs> so confused. I'd be like, I'm going to have to buy, I'm going to have to have somebody make this for me. I can't do, how do you put it underneath it? Oh, that was then we yeah for one of them i've done this to two of my guitars for one of them i made like a video out of it that i'm sure one of you has probably seen on the inter- internet but I, I tagged Lacroix in it and was like hey sponsor us you cowards and it like went like low-key viral for as like viral as as we go um and then like Lacroix like responded and was like dm us <laughs> So then I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And they're like, "Here, we're gonna. What's your what's your address? We're gonna send you some coupons." Did they? What did, I was like, what did they send it. you? Yeah, they sent me some coupons. Yeah. Wow. For like free, free, uh, like two free cases of Lacroix. Not Kate, like just regular boxes, but <laughs> a pallet yeah, of Lacroix. Yeah, that's so tight. <laughs> I want. Yeah, they should have given you a pallet. Yeah, they should have given you a pallet. I love been Lacroix. Like 136 cans of Lacroix <laughs> for free. I want, yeah, I want, my cat was in the feature in the video and I really want them to make, make him a mascot. What is up with your beautiful cat? Mascot. My cat is, I wish he was in my room right now. He's unfortunately not. Uh, his name is Cake. His, his Instagram handle is at Cake the Cat Boy, but boy, B-O-I. Of course. My, my former roommate ran the account. And now she's no longer living with us. So no one's technically running the account, but I need to get the login information so I can start that shit back up again. But he's a Persian with a very flat face and he's very cute. And you got to get him to make you some money. That's why you got to get that <laughs> login info right now. <laughs> uh, I've, I've like exploited him so much because like me and my buddy brewed, brewed our own beer a few years back. And like I used his face as like the logo of our, our beer bottles. <laughs> That, that's it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, I have uh, the Alpha Buddha sticker with my room, my old roommate's mm-hmm. dog. I'm so dog. crushed. I've never actually met Princess. Oh, you will. Oh, I yeah, you so. will. If you want, <laughs> it can happen. My first memory of Palette Knife was, was walking down the stairs of uh, Misfit Mansion, and I turn and I see who's playing, and I see you with the LaCroix guitar, <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's, that's a yes. That, that it's like, yes. oh, God, are we really a meme emo band? Fine. Yes. Yeah, sure. Was it, was, it a, was it Misfit Manor or Mush Mansion? No, it was definitely uh, we've, Mush Mansion. We've played both. Okay. We've played both. We played, yeah. Misfit, we played Mush with uh, Shred Flintstone, <laughs> and we played Misfit with, I think, everybody in the Columbus yeah, we, scene at this point. Yeah. yeah, we well, I think that show we played with you was it? I think you, Snarls, and Item. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that it. was a tight show. Oh, Item! Forgot about them. Yeah, they're good. They were they're super sick good. as fuck. With their Browns themed van. <laughs> yeah, they well they named it Browns Van Zant. <laughs> Browns Van Zant. Amazing. That's I think maybe my favorite joke in the world. In all of history. <laughs> yeah, when he told me that he named it Browns Van Zant, I was beside myself. I like couldn't. Con- I was just like, like what? <laughs> that kind of stuff makes me mad. When I'm like, that's so good. I'm upset. I didn't think about it. Like, how did I not come up with that idea? 
that's how I kind of felt about the LaCroix pit guard. And I was like, no, this is clearly Photoshopped. So I have to do it. We also dressed up as wizards when we played at the Shrunken Head. Yes. And we, that was, I, that was uh, like, a, a, it was like watching a religious experience because like, I knew you guys were going to do something silly, but like all of my friends were there and they had never seen you guys before. So I'm just like sitting there like, yes. And they're like, what the hell's going on right now? Yeah, the best is just freaking people the fuck out. We did that in Cleveland where we walked out with the robes and the masks. Um, and then we played for a little bit. But when we took them, we took the masks off and we had like corpse paint. Like, yeah, it was like black and white face paint. Amazing. And people were, yeah, I don't know. People had no idea what to do. And we played with these like heavy rock, like metal ish bands. <laughs> And we were just this very silly, like, and we played so some, like, pseudo metal shit that night. I don't know. It was very funny. I, yeah, I was, like, rolling on the floor from your your interview with uh, 934 Fest. Is that it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. When you, when, when you, when you, oh, my God. It, like, it was so dry. I loved it. When you brought out the red wine, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? The, the like, the uh, if there was a, like a behind the scenes of the whole thing, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, like I'll just like drop this red wine bottle off and everybody that's here working will just drink it and it'll be fine. So I walk up to this like back, uh, like outside table where all these people are like painting and I just assume they're here painting for the event that's coming up. So I was like, oh, hey guys, like just so you know, I have a bunch of Coca-Cola and a bunch of red wine. So if you guys want to help yourselves to it, feel free. And the woman's like, just so you know, this is an under 18s painting class. (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, so in four years, you can have some of this wine. It'll probably still be good. I don't know how wine works. And I just I, like, threw it down so and funny. ran away. Oh, my God. I watched the whole thing happen, and I really, really wish I had my phone out and was just filming the whole thing. It, like, that's really like, seemed that is, not real. That's a scene from, like, It's Always Sunny or something. Yes. <laughs> I can totally see Frank doing that. I, I was like, oh, these people are going to like us because we're being nice. <laughs> and they were like... No, you're being like, uh, you need to leave. <laughs> no, the lady was super nice though. They like laughed a bunch. Uh, I um I recently had like threw like a little party for my my roommates and our close friends. Uh one of those like wine and canvas parties where I taught them all to paint a painting and like we all just got really trashed on wine at the same time. And it was so much fun. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I saw it and yours looked <laughs> actually well, super good <laughs> thank you my degree in crayons is paying off <laughs> your degree in crayons <laughs> I, I yeah i was a i was a painting major and my my mom is was always like very um very supportive but like somewhat backhanded about it like to be funny and <laughs> she was like oh yes your degree in crayons <laughs> you're gonna make so many money <laughs> <laughs> and i actually used to i used to work at one of those places like on the side um, so I was just like, guys, we should do this. Cause I still have some like canvas left over where you drink wine and you paint. Oh yeah. Oh, that would, I don't, I would be I don't think so the instructors are, shape. I don't think the instructors are supposed to be drinking, but well, I'm sneak a few drinks here and there. Get the, <laughs> get the, get the, the liquid courage going. You have to. All right. Well, that makes sense that yours was really fucking good then. <laughs> <laughs> How did you come to become a, a crayon major? Um, so I went to, after high school, I was like, I have no idea what I want to do, but like people are telling me to become a doctor. So I guess I'll go, go be a doctor. I mean, I'm, I'm fine at arts and science. I'm fine at like science and math. So I went to OSU and then after like my first semester, I was like, "Mm, I think I'm going to become an art major instead Wait, (laughs) from bio pre-med. So you were like, I don't know what I want to do, but doctor seems like a pretty... Like, doctor Normal. seems all right because like I'm like I'm proficient at these things and like my family members who are doctors I was like I, this seems like the path of least resistance and then like it wasn't and I was like no art's <laughs> probably the path the true path of least resistance here yeah you're describing the story that I wish happened to me 
because I was bio pre-med and I was like, I don't really like this. I think I want to do something with music or art. And my mom was like, if you do that, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> You're going to die in the streets. <laughs> like, you can't do that. And so I got talked I, into staying. I almost wished my parents did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the grass is greener. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like halfway through, I was like, wait, I don't want to like be an artist and like bullshit around with like art people yeah like downtown for the rest of my life trying to pretend that like I'm an artist and pretend that I like other people's work who I don't like so I was like I'm just gonna do design because like yeah that I like problem solving and like that's the thing I do like about like science and math is like the problem solving aspects so I was like let's just meet in the middle and like really and good fit make crayons into logos mm-hmm. yeah that's brilliant really <laughs> that's problem solving yeah. <laughs> and you you do you also do what's like what all do you do with design exactly like what um so i do, do i do like a little bit of freelance work here and there um definitely like more on like the illustration side so i, I love doing like uh t-shirts or like flyers or logo design branding that sort of thing um but in my professional life i am a um <laughs> doctor uh, yeah i'm a doctor i'm a <laughs> i design <laughs> surgeries now i (laughs) i do marketing and packaging design for bath and body works international oh fuck yeah you gotta make us smell better (laughs) pretty much i smell awful right now and i just showered all all of our our soaps in like my apartment are like all bath and body Works soaps oh it's great every job has its perks and yours is just being clean as hell soaps That's sick. Yeah, you you designed that show poster at Rumba that we did, right? Yeah. With the fox fox on it. Oh, I loved that one. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was so cool. (laughs) um, I don't think I think that was like the first thing that I saw that had your name attached to it, and I like knew you as the guy that shreds and palette knife, and I was like, (laughs) "What the fuck? This isn't fair. He can also do this." I promise you, the creativity stops at dancing. I can't dance to save my life. (laughs) All right. I mean, I can't either, so. You should learn how to dance. Uh, I can pretend to dance after like four drinks. When I was looking at colleges <laughs> as a senior in high school, I went to an accepted student's day at, at some school and they were talking about how they, no matter what you do, no matter how many things you do well, you're only going to get one friggin' scholarship. And they were only explaining this to the parents while they were giving the children a tour. And... They like people are like, my kid plays 10 instruments. Can he have 10 scholarships to college? And they're like, no, gotta hate people. <laughs> no, you can't. One, okay, but he plays five instruments. What about five scholarships? <laughs> no, one. And this one appara- apparently went on as a QA for about an hour. Oh my god, that's and then amazing. The guy's like, you know, just beaten down, and he goes, All right, are there any more goddamn questions? And to a silent room, and he goes, Oh, yeah, by the way, if your son's a male dancer, you could just come up and see me. And then takes off the stage. And my parents ran up to me and were like, do you know how to dance? (laughs) And I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, you should dance for money at this school. (laughs) I was like, I "I think that's a a stripper, but okay. That's amazing. And that's how I became a stripper for 40 years. Did you you get the dance scholarship? (laughs) No, I didn't. They just threw cash at me. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't want anything. Like I didn't want the cash to stop flowing in, so I just I've kept dancing ever since. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alec, where are you from? I'm from a very far away place called Dayton, Ohio. How do you spell that? Dayton. D a Dayton. D a y t o n. Dayton. The nice. the O is silent if you're from Dayton. Dayton. Didn't. Dayton. Dayton. How do they pronounce it? Dayton. Like the O is like this like total like silent diphthong thing. Also, the joke was it's like it's like an hour away. It's not very far. I ordered something from Dayton a couple of weeks ago and it took so long to get here. And I wanted to be like, I could have just driven there and back into what you order. Um, It wasn't very good. So I'm not going to talk about that product. Hmm. Uh, Okay. 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 But. I, I wanted to like it. And it I, was get, garbage. I get your drift. So I, sent, I sent it back. It was absolutely terrible. Damn. Yeah. I want to hear about this. What'd you say? 
I said, I want to hear about this, but maybe. I, we'll, we'll, we'll hear about this after camera. the show. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll hear about when this When we're after. not recording, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to say anything bad about anybody. <laughs> Except. Uh, yeah, I'm, so specifically from Dayton, from Centerville, Ohio. I don't know if anyone listening to this knows Centerville, but uh, we were like really well known for our acapella in high school. So I was like in an acapella, like a contemporary acapella, like Pitch Perfect. If you ever saw Pitch Perfect, pretty much that. Uh, we actually, I think we took right, second. So I hate you. <laughs> we, t- we took we took second. Uh, I think globals that year. That's pretty globals? cool. Globals. Global. Well, I mean, yeah, it's te- I mean, it's technically open to the globe, but I think the only people that like really participate is like America. <laughs> Can you imagine if there's like some like back? I think I think the Slovenian. collegiate one. I think the collegiate one might have uh, people from outside U.S. I remember when I was in high school, they brought in like an acapella group from a college and it just went over like a lead balloon to these kids. (laughs) They were just like, and then did like a contemporary Rihanna song and everybody was like, nope, that's not it. That's not what's, no, that's not how you do Amazing. Although if you do, if you do acapella for any amount of time, you do pick up beatboxing very quickly. That's because they think it's awesome. It's it is awesome. I think we're. I will die on this hill. Well, good beatboxing's awesome, and good acapellas. Amateur amateur beatboxing. There's a lot of time you got to dedicate to to amateur (laughs) beatboxing before you become a professional beatboxer. Dude, one of my one of my buddies from high school um, was the beatboxer in our group, and like now he's like he like makes a living beatboxing and singing in like professional acapella groups in like LA and stuff. It's like gets paid to beatbox. Yeah, it's awesome. Literal professional beatboxer. He's he's like he's so fucking talented. Give we okay. He's up next. But I mean, he's also like really good at singing too. Okay. Kind of, kind of, usually you need both. Yeah. I wish I was well, good at singing, but I am not. <laughs> I feel you like can see him make it, baby. I feel like palette knife when you That's hear the recordings are just like the recordings are so good. They're so clean. Oh, thanks. They're just like you guys thrive in the recording studio, which is why it seems like you live there. <laughs> we did live there and during quarantine because like we we started recording our record like the weekend everything got locked down. Oh, and then you were just like, well, if we just stay here, we don't have to stop. <laughs> exactly. That's how has your lockdown been? Like, what did you do aside from um, build that incredible guitar? I built that guitar. I I built this keyboard because I really like DIY projects. I, I've been I've been really into keyboards this past year, so I built this keyboard, which I really like. When you say keyboard, keyboard he, have English letters. Oh, this is oh yeah for for the people who are listening, which is everyone. Uh, who's that is not, not a piano. Who's not talking currently? Yeah, this is a it's a it's a computer keyboard. This is this type of model is called ortholinear, meaning the keys aren't staggered; they're all in a nice row. This is what it, this would be called like a sixty percent keyboard, so it doesn't have like a numpad or function keys. Uh, and I had to program and everything. Oh, this little, I put a little rotary encoder on it so you can control the volume. That's a, twist that's this little sick. knob. It's great. Oh. Love it. Um, yeah, my lockdown's been pretty, pretty chill. I feel guilty saying that sometimes because like I work from home and I'm just like, this is awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's. You don't need to feel guilty about crushing it. <laughs> no, um, you should, you should feel guilty about everything. Mm-hmm. Did that's you, why I'm. Did you not? That's why I'm in a new not, band. Yeah, did you guys not grow up Catholic? <laughs> uh, I did. That, that hits way anything. too close to home. Yeah, I, I did grow up Catholic. What about you, Mario? <laughs> I was non-denominational Christian. Nice, so, dude. That means a little bit less fake. guilt. <laughs> I mean, that means fake Christian in the eyes of God. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What would the Pope say about that, Mario? I don't give a fuck about the Pope. Sam. Dude, he's coming on next week. <laughs> he's he's going to be, he's the get. What are we going to ask him? <laughs> he's the get. <laughs> How he feels about <laughs> Studio Ghibli films. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. I could, wait, do you see my Studio Ghibli films behind me? I, see, yes. I only see the one. I have, uh, that is Spirited Away, obviously. That's ca- or, uh, House Moving Castle and then uh, Princess Mononoke. Howl's Moving Castle is very good, except for Christian Bale's mm. 
overacting. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's he, been a while since I've watched it. He's just such an intense individual. I don't actually. I, feel like, I don't know. I I might. I might argue that a little bit because I feel like part of it is just like the character is so over I the feel, top. I, yeah, like the character is so like over dramatic and flamboyant. I feel like he kind of has to like overact it a little bit. Now, I feel like Christian Bale would not be someone. I I I don't know. All I think about with him is how he's fluctuating. Like these photos of him, like <laughs> massive and fat, and then like jacked, and then super scrawny for the different movies he's done. And I'm like, he can only two either the most committed person there's no way that he overacted it has to be like they told him to be that i feel like they like if he had to play a scene a voice scene where he gets stabbed like he'd be stabbing himself in the vocal booth yeah, bleeding 100%. out percent. just like Ugh! like oh yeah he stabbed himself when he was recording you know the little remake the little mermaid remake I don't think he would stab himself. Man, I, I need think to, he would hire someone to stab him. I need to watch those Batman flicks. I watched like oh, the yeah. first one and then fell asleep during the second one. Uh, I'm not a big superhero movie person, so like that's kind of a conflict of interest there. I'm not a big superhero yeah. movie film guy at all. At all. It's I mean I feel like it's probably the most boring genre of movie because you're like I don't know sure what's gonna is. happen at the end. And it's like it my my roommate is obsessed with them. And like he he's he's shown me every Marvel movie in the entire like MCU, and I still there's like one or two that I was like yeah wait I re- genuinely really liked this film, uh, but there I don't know what it is I want to like them so bad, but they just print money. They do print money, so they're not going away until they just stop <laughs> printing money. Yeah, they'll beat that dead horse. Which is like, it's also like very funny to me because like DC continuously like shits the bed when it comes to like movies, and I'm like, just literally just copy Marvel, like just do what they're doing. Like, yeah. you have Batman. Yeah. Um. Do you know who Patrick Wilson is, the actor? <sighs> that sounds very familiar. He. I'm, I'm terrible with actor names. Yeah, me too. I just know that he has been in some DC movies as some DC guy, and. When I was living in New Jersey, he used to come into my the coffee shop I worked at all the time. And I, he was, my friend was reading a Marvel comic book and he goes, hey, hey uh, what do you like more, DC or Marvel? And my friend was like, definitely Marvel. And he's like, ah, I like DC more. And he just goes, how much did DC pay you to say that? And he goes, eh, enough to put my kids through college. Amazing. <laughs> oh my wow. God. And we were just like, great job, great job. Pretty good. Yeah. He got roasted. <laughs> He's got a big head, like an actual physically large head. <laughs> yeah, he was in Aquaman. Barackman, the movie about Barack Obama. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish that that was the thing so badly. Barackman. Yeah. Barack, Barack Obama rad. as as Aquaman, the defender of the ocean. Holy shit. I, you know, like all logic would say that he's like, looks like Aquaman and like has the Aquaman costume and everything. But I really just want to see Barack Obama as like a merman. So like he just has like a fishtail. No. Something about that is way more captivating to me. I just can't not see him in a suit. <laughs> so he'd just be swimming around in like a three piece, like bespoke. <laughs> Suit. Yeah, wait. Can he still? Yeah, can we? Can he have a fishtail? But like, it's it's like suit from the from the torso up. <laughs> yes, like those like penguin yes. wings conductors yes. have. Mm-hmm. Like that's how he gets around. I feel like I'd, I. That's what I want to see. You're. I, how am I not making movies with Barack Obama as Aquaman? <laughs> this is some weird like stoner shit. Mm. This is like I, yeah. an episode of like something on Adult Swim. We're coming I'm for you. So down for it. I'd be down for it. What is your favorite Studio Ghibli film? Oh, um, I. F- why are you doing this to me? Yeah, I don't know. Why you you were pretty quick to come Jack, up with an answer Jack, for a why superpower. Are you, why are you doing this to me? Uh, it's okay. So I, I want to say pick your favorite child. The tri the trifecta of the three contenders are Castle in the Sky. 
Spirited Away and House Moving Castle. You're not putting Princess Mononoke in that. I'm not. It it holds like a, a really dear place in my heart because it was the first Studio Ghibli movie I watched, oh. uh, and I love it. But it's not as uh, watchable, like from like a. It's not like a movie where I can just like throw it on like in the background on a Sunday. Like it's something that I want to like be invested to and like pay attention to and like take in. Whereas like Castle in the Sky is like just like a fun like adventure movie that I can just like throw on whenever. Um, Spirited Away, I think, is probably my favorite because I could probably that's like the most rewatchable for me. And like every new person I meet who hasn't seen it, I'm like, we are watching this movie. You need to watch this movie. And now do you watch it? in Japanese with the English subtitles? Do you watch it in Japanese with Japanese subtitles? Oh, so many... Um, or do you watch it in so English? so much hate right now, but for, for Studio Ghibli, I am a, uh, I am a dubs person. But, so, I mean, so you watch it in, that, in all in yeah. English? Yeah, but like part of that is because like their localization, at least like in the newer ones, is like so very good. They have a lot of really talented voice actors. I mean, maybe minus the Christian Bale overacting, but, um, but I'm also like... I I get the authenticity of like wanting to experience it with the um, the Japanese voices and some of them I have watched them with subs and they're great like they're they're always great films but I, I want as a very visually stimulated person I really want to be able to like take in the visuals and when I have to like read in addition to that like it just like takes me out of it a little bit oh I am way too dyslexic to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> in in Japanese and like read in English like as like I'm not gonna look at anything that's yeah. happening above the little English subtitle. Yeah. I'm going to be pausing it to read. <laughs> it's going to take me eight hours to just be like, and I want to go to the, and then just like on pause. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't ever watch anything not fully in English. But uh, yeah, I love Studio Ghibli films so much that we named a song after Studio Ghibli. Just Studio Ghibli reference? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did I did some research last night. Oh, that's actually going to be our... It's going to be our next uh, music video coming out. It's going to be an AMV. AMV? Mm-hmm. An- anime music video, baby. Are you Wait, drawing so it? It's going to be anime? No, it's like, this is like some like MySpace YouTube stuff from like circa like 2008 where like people go through and they like take their favorite anime and like uh, cut it up and like put it to music. So uh, I'm doing that with uh, Spirited Away. I thought you were going to like Swede, a mo- like Swede Spirited Away. <laughs> Like, well, I was going to, the original idea was to do the AMV, but then also put in, splice in um, animations of us playing our instruments, like animated. Uh, and I got through, I think I animated like all three seconds of me playing my part. And like, it took maybe eight hours of like rotoscoping, like illustrated, like uh, rotoscoping is like where you like basically draw over every frame. It's like how like old Disney cartoons are made and stuff. But like I rotoscoped this like 30 second animation that was like. Now think of this. Like 70 frames. And like, I'm like, this is, this is too much. But, but do if it. you're doing 24 frames a second times 30, that's what? Mm-hmm. 640 frames, whatever. Yeah, dude. Old, old animations wild. That's why they have like teams of people doing it. It's crazy. I did. It's beautiful. I drew the two stupid <laughs> cartoon music videos that we have. And those took me just like months. Like I would yeah. just, any free time I would try and get like two seconds done in a day. Maybe like I would limit myself to like mm-hmm. 10 seconds at most a day. And I'm stupid and <laughs> cutting corners left and right. Rotoscoping. Never. It never. was. Yeah. It's, I made like a little gif of it and I was just kind of like, I just kind of like stare at it longingly sometimes. I'm like, oh, what could have been? <laughs> if, I, if I could, yeah, if I had a second superpower, it would be to stop time and uh, use all that for my art endeavors. That's here's the a, real superpower. Yeah. The, the stopping time, time freeze. Time freeze is like OP. It's literally the best power. But here's the question is when you stop time. Do I age? Yeah. Like, do you, do you stop time for yourself or is it like, Wow, Alec I th- looks like he's 80, but he's only 34. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think for for, uh, for the sake of balancing, you would have to age while you have stop time. Wait, why though? You have the ability to stop time. You, I don't think you age. I think you could just stop time for as long as but you like want. You're still, but you're still living when you stop time. 
Right. I'm saying like biologically, if you're stopping yourself from aging, you're like stopping your like body cells processes. From, yeah. From, yeah. Mm. So it's like you would just be frozen too. That's a good superpower though. Like stopping time. So and good. Just being it's able like to my like favorite. Around, do whatever. I don't think I actually answered the question the first time around. I just talked about wizard shit. But yeah, stopping time <laughs> would probably be my favorite. After that, teleportation. Ooh. Teleportation would be just like instant travel. That's a good one. Like yeah. getting on a plane now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this day and age. Oh, come on. Even before, never going to happen. Things suck. It sucks, yeah. Like, oh, I want to go to Australia bad, but 24-hour flight time bad? Mm. I want to play a Japan tour so bad. It's my dream. Just go to Japan for like a couple weeks? Yeah, Japan tour, baby. I want to say, worst party ever. I think that actually their their tour might have gotten canceled. I forget, but they were going to do a Japan tour. Have you ever been to Japan? I've not. So you got to just like go. It's, it's go on my list work. of it's it's on my uh, bucket list of weeb shit to do. What else probably is go, on that bucket list? <laughs> I should probably also go on there after. Go, go on there. Uh, I should probably go there after Studio Ghibli Land is built. There's going to be a oh, Studio Ghibli. Oh, there's going to be a Studio Ghibli Land. I'm stoked. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like basically they're making a Disneyland. In Japan for Studio Ghibli. Okay, well, like that's that's got to happen. I'm going. I'm going yeah. now. I'm gonna go there and buy all the merch. <laughs> and just you go like you go over to Japan with like two I go with empty an extra, bags. Yeah, two empty suitcases. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ship <laughs> that over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get home, it's all stolen, and you're like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Some wow. flight check-in dork took all my Studio Ghibli garbage. Garbage. <laughs> garbage. These are tr- these are treasures. Trinkets. These are these are trinkets that I paid money for to an elderly Japanese man who draws things. Who retires every other year? <laughs> I know, right? He's like, oh, this is it. This is my last year. Is it? No, but this one is. Oh no, this one is. This is it. Um, there's a there's that. a football joke here because there's like a there's a few football boys who do that right. Uh, I don't follow a, sports. I don't follow sports. I feel like the real people who do it now are UFC fighters who are just like disgusted that they get like no money to get brain injuries, <laughs> so they like leverage their like career and they're just like oh, that's it I'm retired, and but then the UFC is just like well okay you're retired and they're like wait no I need money and they're like well you can't be retired then. <laughs> Or they retire, do a whole mess of steroids and horse meat, <laughs> come back. Horse with, meat? With no necks. They don't eat horse meat, they do horse meat. <laughs> they do horse meat. Horse meat is the drug of the future. Oh, that's like, that's what people who like test positive say. Like Canelo Alvarez tested positive for steroids and he was like, oh, it's just like in the cows down here in Mexico. And everybody was like, no, it's not. That's incredible. Yeah, he was like, ah, that's just, it's in the meat down here. And then, every, and then kind of everybody was like, okay. Be weird if <laughs> you weren't fucked. on drugs. Right? So let's do steroids. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. I think it'd really uh, help with my shredding arms. <laughs> just, Absolutely. Just to be able to crush <laughs> the guitar neck in your bare hands. Could you, I just, I was, can you imagine like post-quarantine, palette knife's first live set like in person at a at a venue and i'm just like disproportionately jacked (laughs) you know i was gonna say you guys all come out on stage in like big baggy hoodies you take them off and you're all fucking shredded like wow those guys really got their shit together in quarantine (laughs) like you guys are like all right every day three hour band practice three hour workout session then we pound just a fucking entire mm-hmm. container of muscle milk we just split one every night for dinner and you guys that would be all massive that would be the best bit <laughs> a joke that bits is that not are, really I, that funny but you know i just i just love bits that are, well not steroids but like i just love like bits like that that takes so much commitment for like not yeah. a, not a particularly large payoff but just like more of just like a did it for the sake of doing it yeah 
Like, wow. That's like when are fucking huge. <laughs> like when uh the guy plays Mac and it's always sunny. Like yeah, it's just like I want to be fat for a season. Yeah. <laughs> they're like okay. And I think he tried to convince the whole cast to do it, but they wouldn't do it. He's like, <laughs> all right, fuck you, I'm doing it then. He said he had to eat like five to seven thousand calories a day. I think. That's so gross. <laughs> it's like he said he was like, melting ice cream I and could... drinking it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh no! I don't think I could do that if I tried. I always That's try to get so Mario nasty. to like. I always want to play a set in sauna suits so that we're just sweating buckets, like we are just like miserable on stage. Just and then thirty we minutes. Drink it afterward. <laughs> I want to die. But like Mario's like, I am a drummer. Like I have to move around, and I'd be like, Well, you'd be dead first, right? Like, I think yeah. I we, don't want to do that at all. That would be so horrible. Man, I just want to. I just want to jump around on a stage. I haven't done that. Oh, when we I were miss, wearing the, I miss uh, playing shows. When we were wearing those like black turtlenecks, it was pretty miserable. And I was like, now let's do that this to the thousand. Yeah, that degree. wasn't that bad. Mm, you, we were all complaining about it though. I, it, it looked, it looked kind of brutal. It looked kind of brutal from the. Uh, the snap stories. There was just like a little bit of a breeze that took the edge off, but if it wasn't for that breeze. <laughs> uh, to, to come full circle back to the Renaissance Fair, I had to wear that wizard costume that I wore in the music video at um, the Renaissance Fair last year, and it was like 80 degrees. And I think I got hung over like just oh, like yeah. just from day drinking and when i got home i was like hung over and like felt terrible <laughs> even though i was like Dehydrated. drinking water all day it was god it was yeah. bad <laughs> oh i had like a wicked headache after we played that set because we were so dehydrated yeah and same I, I fell asleep at like nine i was like i don't feel good <laughs> <laughs> you have like a low-grade fever you're like shivering like, oh, no god. I thought I did I, too I much. I don't think I've ever played an outdoor set. Really? Yeah, I don't. We were gonna play this, this like spring show thing, uh, above ground music or whatever. No. You guys were on that too, right? No. Oh no, Hydrum was on it. Who the hell is Hydrum? <laughs> yeah, what I don't is know, that? some some shitty garage rock band. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Wait. So what? Wait. What did you ask? We were on what? You guys were on that above ground like music festival that was supposed uh, to happen oh. in April, like got canceled. Yeah, we were both on it. Yeah, I'm pissed because like that was gonna be our first outside show. Yeah, it was <sighs> very fun. I think we played two outside shows. We played one in Athens on this like parking deck, like the top floor of a parking deck, which was unreal. That oh, sounds yeah, awesome. It was, <laughs> it was it, next to the fucking that's, police. That's punk station. as hell. It was such a good time and it was like you could like we were up so high you could like see all of beautiful athens ohio like very nicely and then so cool um we played our set they were like you guys are gonna play for an hour and we were like no we're not (laughs) we played like 30 minutes and then probably like 25 yeah let's just we'll go with 20 minutes and then the band after us in the pines got shut down by the cops like it two or three songs into their set and we were just like well, aren't you glad we didn't play for half hour? <clears throat> or I mean, an hour. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's been an hour. And it has been. And but I don't uh, want to take is up. Is Mario any, frozen? Who cares what he is? <laughs> um. He's he's too beautiful, shirtless. To, I hope he stays frozen. It's too good looking. Um. Well, thank you for being our first guest. Awesome! Wow, I didn't. Well, I. I'd, what? I didn't realize yeah. that was the first guest. We, we it's figured, an honor to be here. We figured you'd be a very kind audience, like a, mm. a kind test subject. <laughs> so we were like, my, oh, must, my mustache is easy on the eyes. I was like, shit, if it goes belly up, I don't want to be interviewing like, you know, the Dalai Lama or something. That's the real get. And that's like, the right after the Pope. Right. You have to work your way up. I think the Dalai Lama would be a better. He <laughs> he just seems like he would do it. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But uh, Mario's gone. He's just, <laughs> he's just left. He's too busy. And uh, well, wh- well who, thanks for having me. Well, like you should now plug yourself. Oh yeah. Um, Give us the deets. So 
My band is Palette Knife. You can find us on Twitter at Palette Stashes uh, because Palette Knife was taken. We're on. Who took Palette? That's terrible. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Someone who like makes paint or something. I don't know. I'm pissed. By the way, the Alpha Buddha <laughs> podcast is taken. Somebody goes by the Alpha Buddha podcast. Oh my god! Are you kidding so, me? Yes. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Palette Knife Band. Uh, you can pre-save our record that comes out on October 30th at DistroKid, and you can pre-order it on our Bandcamp page. Uh, anything from you, Mario? Are we saying goodbye? We're saying goodbye. We are saying goodbye, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk some some cool shit after this once we're once we're now recording. I, okay, deal. I, uh, all I have to say is fuck Hydrone. Yeah, fuck Hydrone. No, I like Hydrone. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking listen to Palette Knife. They're sick as fuck. Spell Palette Knife? Uh, P-A-L-E-T-T-E. Okay. K-N-I-F-E. Yeah. I, I have misspelled it a jillion times. In, uh, oh. So have I. So have I. It's been misspelled on it's shows, rough. on show uh, things that we play. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a hard word for people. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. goodbye. Bye, See everybody. Ya.